Thank you for bearing with me on a short break, much needed, and a lot of self-reflection. I've struggled with this topic of love when it comes to loving ourselves. As I was going to talk about this last for the fruit of the spirit of love in the month of January. And I've also struggled with <laughs> over-promising and under-delivering in a few areas in my life, this podcast included. So moving forward, I will still be covering the fruits of the spirit every month, but it will probably only be one or two episodes instead of two episodes per week, which was kind of a lot on my plate. And I know that as a mom, you could probably relate. You think it's a great idea at first, and maybe you're supposed to do it. And I just really was struggling with keeping up with all of the things. So thank you for sticking it out with me and being here today. Now, we're going to talk about loving yourself, but what the, what does that look like biblically? And I've had a personal struggle, like I said, this past week when I wanted to record this episode almost two weeks ago now. We live in a world of... I deserve this, and you go, girl, let's slay, and (laughs) you you should do that. You, You deserve to have it, and you do you. But Jesus lived a very counter-cultural life. And on this podcast, on Reps and Redemption, we do discuss health, education, nutrition, fitness. We have incredible guests full of knowledge to teach us some things on these topics. Although I do believe it's biblical, to live a healthy life and to take care of the temples that God has given us, I do think that loving ourselves needs to be appropriate and align with God's word. So let's dive in and I will show you what I mean. Hey there, I'm Ashley, mom of four and creator of Reps and Redemption. Join me as I share my passion for health education, explore all things fitness and nutrition, Plus, share a little faith-filled homemaking along the way. If you're a mom ready to build strength and live a life of epic redemption, this podcast is for you. Let's get after it. I hope you're doing amazing and living a happy, healthy life, spending time with your family, spending time on your fitness, eating really healthy food, and having a little bit of cake here and there too. I've had a struggle with this topic because we talk about self-care a lot in our culture, right, in in the world, and I do believe that we should be healthy, like I said in the intro, but we live in a world of taking care of me first, you know, focusing on selfish gain, and I just wanted to share some thoughts, uh, my perspective on what it might look like as a mom who loves the Lord and is trying to follow Jesus and serve her family and serve others well. One of my, one of the notes in my BSF lesson on the study of John, I wanted to read to you. This is on lesson 16. If you're in Bible study fellowship, I know some of of you are. It says that I'm going to just read it to you. So this is where it's from. It says things with higher value rightly demand a higher cost. And what I think that means is if we are Christians and we are following the Lord It is going to cost something, and most likely it's going to cost our temporal comfort. We are going to want to be healthy. We're going to want to take care of ourselves and self-care, but I think how can anyone, this is what it says to further down on the page, how can anyone appropriately respond to Jesus's extravagant sacrifice? God glorified Jesus through his death, and we glorify God by substituting his cause for ours. Only through death to self-rule and self-interest can believers accomplish anything of eternal value. 
The world system encourages people to promote themselves, but Jesus calls his followers to die to themselves. People who follow Jesus recognize that anything he requires represents eternal gain and not loss. And like I said, I do believe that we are to live a healthy lifestyle. We're to focus on our own walk with the Lord and our own health. But also, I do believe that loving ourselves is, you know, it's a way to honor God. But loving ourselves biblically, I believe, means that we put others before ourselves. We are, you know, there's always that struggle between our natural desire for comfort and the will of God. Some other things I read this week was how love expresses itself with a giving heart. And Jesus leads us on a path of self-sacrifice, which is completely opposite of the self-love movement that's kind of going on. And I wanted this episode to be about loving yourself, mama, take care of you. And I think that's why I was really convicted because that is really not how, I, I think there's a time and a place And it's not like not having any boundaries or not doing what you should be doing to be healthy. But here's what it says in Matthew 22, 36, um, 36 through 40. It says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. There's that underlying, okay, of course we love ourselves. You know, we are a little bit selfish, right, At nat- through our nature. And we are to love others as much as we love ourselves. Proverbs 19.8 says, To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. And what this means is to become more wise. And this is a way that we can love ourselves biblically and this is definitely countercultural to the world we're not just following every feeling every whim everything that we you know want to do and you know sometimes my 6 year old says i don't want to do that i i really wanted to do this or i wanted to watch this show until 10 p.m. and i'll say you know i wanted to sleep until 10 a.m. <laughs> and i'm trying to not make her feel bad but this is the role that i'm in and it costs something it costs me sleep and my comfort But I need to do this because I'm called to do this, and I am definitely going to glorify God in my role as a mom when I take care of what he has given to me. Psalm 139, 13 through 15. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Wow, we are made in God's image. He, he knit us together. He knows who we are. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. For that reason alone, I can love myself and honor God with my life and with my daily activi- activities as mundane as they might be. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. I'm sure you've heard this before. Being healthy, living a healthy life from what we eat to our exercise to what we wear to what we feed our children to how we act in front of others to how we speak. This is all honoring to God but it also is loving ourselves. So this is a different way of, it's not just like you do you. No, I technically, if I were to do me, it would not be very great at all. Trust me, <laughs> if I were to just 
do whatever I wanted to do, especially when my flesh felt like it, I would not do, I, I don't believe I would do great, honestly. And maybe for a little bit here and there, and maybe some things would be okay, but I was bought at a price and my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So because of that reason, that in and of itself enough is, is enough for me to make healthy choices today, healthy decisions today, move my body today. And that way I can be, like I've said before on this show, a better mom, a more connected wife. I can really just focus on getting in my healthy food, my fitness, and really knowing that I'm honoring God with doing this work. It also means, you know, we focus on our faith walk, absolutely, and we will get wisdom and understanding this will help us take care of our bodies. So when we understand, when we get wisdom, we start to learn about things that maybe we wouldn't have been interested in in the past. And we will be wise on what we consume from food to what we see, to what we read, to what we watch. And our desire to become healthy will will be automatic. So this is a form of, I believe, biblical self-love because the world's version of loving yourself is very, it seems, selfish, self-centered, proud, a woman in my Bible study today was talking about how her daughter got a calendar, like a journal. And it was like, you know, she read, oh, me time, make time for me, make sure you do this for me. And it was all, all about that. And she asked her daughter, how does that sound to you? And she was like, it sounds kind of selfish. And that is what our world promotes. And there, I, I, this is not me saying there is anything wrong with a break or taking some time to yourself. 1 Timothy 4.8 says, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present and life to come. He's saying here that, yeah, it's important to be healthy. And I'm not sure what they did then for fitness and exercise. I do know they walked a lot. And I'm sure their diet was a lot less processed stuff, probably zero, you know. And of course, it is helpful to train and exercise. But what he's saying is godliness has the value for all things and promises, holds promise for now in our life today and eternally. So although both are important, there is one that is more important. God's way and description of love is really so much deeper than what we think. And I love what I read to you earlier about things with higher value rightly demand a higher cost. This is what I've been struggling with because I want to encourage moms to take time for themselves and to be healthy and follow the Lord. But I also need to realize that we are called to serve and sometimes, a lot of the times, it's not easy. So I want to encourage you and I'm going to read a liturgy from a book called Every Moment Holy. And this liturgy is called Domestic Days. And this is for you. Many are the things that must be daily done. Meet me, therefore, O Lord, in the small doing of repetitive tasks, in the cleaning and ordering and maintenance and stewardship of things, of dishes, of floors, of carpets and toilets and tubs, of scrubbing and sweeping and dusting and laundering, that by such stewardship I might bring a greater order to my own life and to the lives of any I am given to serve, so that in those ordered spaces, bright things might flourish, fellowship and companionship, creativity and conversation, learning and laughter and enjoyment and health. 
As I steward the small daily tasks, may I remember these good ends and so discover in my labors the promise of the eternal hopes that underlie them. High King of Heaven, you showed yourself among us as the servant of all, speaking stories of a kingdom to come, a kingdom in which those who spend themselves for love, even in the humblest of services, will not be forgotten, but those whose every service lovingly rendered will be seen from that far vantage as the planting of a precious seed blooming into eternity. And so I offer this small service to you, O Lord, for you make no distinction between those acts that bring a person the wide praise of their peers and those unmarked acts that are accomplished in a quiet obedience without accolade. You see instead the heart, the love, and the faithful stewardship of all labors, great and small. And so, in your loving presence, I undertake this task. O God, grant that my heart might be ordered aright, knowing that all good service, faithfully rendered, is first a service rendered unto you. Receive then this my service, that even in the midst of labors that hold no happiness in themselves, I might have increasing joy. Amen. As busy moms keeping our home tidy, somewhat clean, you know, getting the kids ready every day, spending time with them, playing with them, the food, the prepping, all these small tasks. And what it said in this liturgy, just these small services, offering them to the Lord. You know, he makes no distinction between those acts that bring a person wide praise and unmarked acts of quiet obedience without accolade. And we believe that sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter, but it does. And this is, to me, what's way more important than just loving myself the way that the world wants us to do it. I believe this is going to bring us way more joy and love for ourselves when we do the things that we are given and we do them well. And we also, you know, understand that maybe there is no happiness in cleaning the toilet, but we might increase our joy by doing these services for those people that we love and putting their needs before our own, showing them what it means to walk with the Lord, walk towards Him, walk with Him, walk by faith, and then also be healthy. And we represent that by practicing it daily and doing those things that, you know, maybe it is hard to get out of bed at 5 a.m. and go work out or to pile all your kids in the car to get to the gym. Trust me, I know. And sometimes it's just easier to not do any of it But in this way, we are leading an example. Not only is it loving ourselves, but it is loving our people and our family and honoring our bodies, our temple, and honoring what God gave us. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? Remember, this podcast offers health education tips and holistic insights. Please consult healthcare professionals for personalized advice. Until next time, Mama, be bold and live well.